Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Back to the Talking Movies Pictures movie show. I'm here with my fellow critic, Tim Goodings. I'm Andy Price, of course. Say hello, Tim. Hi. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Andy? Very well. So this is a new podcast. We're going to talk about movies. Pictures. Pictures. Movies. movies talking shows. Great. What do you love about movies? What do I love about movies? Mm. Oh, God. I like that they are not... Sometimes they're not just movies. Sometimes they're books. So you like it when movies are not movies? No, I don't... No. I like movies. But in an ideal world, they would be... Yeah. Books. Andy, yeah. what was the first movie you ever saw? The first movie I ever saw that I remember, Aladdin. Aladdin. Um, the animated film, 1992. Oh, you've got, got the year as well. Yeah, but I don't remember what happened. What do you think happened? A genie? That's one of the characters, yeah. Yeah. 
and Go on. Magic Carpet. That's another character, yeah. <laughs> I'm not joking, he's he's sentient. Is he? Yeah. Well, I don't know, I can't remember. He uses the corner tufts as arms and feet, hands and feet. Uh, they're all Arabs. I don't know if they were, mate. Is it not based on Arabian Nights? Well, the genie's blue. I don't know if you can call that as Arab. Well. And the carpet, I mean, it's Everyone you... except the genie. Mm. And the accents would Well, suggest... it's a Disney film, isn't it? I know that. Third wish. Mm-hmm. He wishes, that because he feels sorry for the genie, and I guess the genie's a slave... But yeah. he's like he has these like That's why he's blue. these manacles. Is that the right word? Mm. No he's manacles. Like, no, they're like wristbands. Yeah, golden no, wristbands. Manacles. That's the the single eyeglass. That's the manacle. No, no. Yes. And he lets. So he says, "I wish the genie was free," and he is then free. But he, what I don't like is that that means he takes these manacles off. Mm. I think it is manacle. I don't know. It's monocle. And because the whole film is used to him wearing them, he just looks weird without them. I don't like it when I was a kid. I liked it when he was enslaved. He looked normal then. I was more used to it. So what's the first film you remember? Probably The Wind in the Willows, the claymation. And uh, that was the first time I ever heard of Bubble and Squeak was when Toad was eating it in the prison. What was in his recipe? Uh, I think it was just peas and mash, from what I remember. No cabbage. I don't remember what I don't. It was a claymation, Andy. So I don't actually know what was in it. We can't get clay cabbage, so. Okay. Should we go on to the next section of the show? Movie news. Movie news. So what is a it's a show about movies. We are fellow movie critics. Movie news. Movie news. Movie news. Pictures. Movie reviews. Interviews. And movie interviews. And guests. Start with movie news. Movie news. Play the theme tune. Movie news. The big news this week is uh, Brad Pitt. Oh. Yeah. Such a big star. Love him. Movie news. Oh, three top Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's. Brad Pitt's. Bab- okay, one, Chris Pratt, obviously. Brad Pitt, Chris Pratt. Yeah. Oh, okay. very nice. Uh, second, probably Shia LaBeouf. Because he was in Fury with him and they're probably mates now. He, yeah. Thirdly, probably uh, Don Cheadle. Angelina, top three Angelinas. Fox. Vivica. Megan. No, probably Megan Fox. Yeah. Um, Then probably, oh, uh, who's bigger than me? Oh, Margot Robbie. Yeah, she could dye hair. Yeah, wig, maybe. Can she? And probably... Uh, Paula Abdul. No, Lucy Can do Lou. Lucy Liu. Mm. Range. She's got range. Fox. You said earlier. Do you think of Lucy Liu because they're both in Kill Bill? No, Lucy Liu's in Ali McBeal. Don't and say no. Like also... she doesn't know. Like she's not in Kill Bill. Yeah, she is. Also I know in movies. Bill. This is the movies talking pic- movies pictures pictures talking show. All right, top three brackets. We've done it. Daniel Radcliffe. Number two, Rupert Grint. Number one, Emma Watson. Sheila Pitt. You would have said Adam Rickman. Adam Rickman. From Man vs. Food. 
Yeah. Adam. Pronounce Adam. Oh. Oh. Is he going to slim down for the role? He already did. Oh. For the role? The sausage roll. Movie news. Movie news. So, Jumanji remake. Mm. Do you know about this? Read about this? Oh, so the they, jungle. They released the first promo image. What do you think about that? So first, let's go through uh, the four main actors in it. Robin Williams. Nope. I've seen Jumanji, Andy. No, but this is the remake. Yes. And the picture with... CGI. Have you not seen the end of Fast and Furious 7? I think you get... Well, that is a link to it. So the main actor in Jumanji is... No. Close. This is an entirely dead cast. No. Seems a little bit insensitive. No, 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 no. What if I was to say... No. Little hint. Um, oh, is that going to help me? Kevin Hart. Is he the little hint? If you were to say Kevin Hart, that's the hint. All right. So you haven't seen this photo. So what do you think? About, what do you think about Karen Gillan's outfit? Uh, Karen Gillan's outfit. Outfit in the Jumanji remake. Because that's the big news. That's the big. That's the movie that's news. The big... news. Why is Kevin Hart and The Rock in a movie again so soon after Central Intelligence? You know what it I did like. You know what I did like. What is the tagline for Central Intelligence? Was is you need a little heart and a big Johnson. <laughs> and I do wonder if that tagline that's not real is it? Yes, and if that yes, and if that tagline came before the premise for the movie. <laughs> And if they just cast and, See, and wrote the script based on that tagline alone. This, this is the problem with Hollywood, all right? Okay, so... Uh, now, listener, get ready, because Andy's going to go on his, one of his trademark Central rants Intelligence. now. The oh, tagline you was... You just settle in, because he's going to rip this from yep. a new one. Central, oh, go on. Central Intelligence. The tagline was... You need a little, heart, need a little heart and a big... A big Johnson. Johnson and I think we know yeah. so what heart means in that one. What they've done is so lazy. They've taken that tagline, which is a <clears throat> little, little heart, heart and a big, big Johnson. Johnson, and they've taken that. And the <clears throat> tagline from the new Jumanji film is, "You need a little, <laughs> little heart, heart and, and a big, big book." Oh. No, no, and a Jungle Book. Wrong. And what they've done is no, no. they've got confused because actually that is already a film, a Jungle Book. But they've said you need a jungle book, and the Jumanji is a sort of jungle book. That's not what they've done. What they've done is Karen Gillan. What have they done with no, her? No, no, no. The, the tagline for the remake, remake of Jumanji is "You need a little, little heart and a big, big... Johnson oh. and Karen Gillan and Jack Black in your film." Okay, so she says, Jumanji, yes, I'm wearing child... This is just a tweet, is it? I'm wearing child-sized clothes. And yes, yes there is a reason. reason. And, and I'll say what it is, is because the she is... No, is that she is the child from the first movie. And then oh, because she's good. in the jungle, yeah. she hasn't managed to find new clothes yeah. since then. And The Rock is Robin Williams all growing up. He is the Rockin' Williams. <sighs> Jack Black looks like a fat Tintin. And Kevin Hart looks like one of the...
movie news. Okay, so in the movie review section. Movie reviews. Yep. This is the part where we review movies, mm. the hit movies of the week. We've both seen a movie this week. Both seen a movie each. That's how much we're dedicated. One movie per week. This week, the movie that Andy reviewed yep, is... is Blair Witch, mm. which is a horror movie. Yes. And how was Blair Witch, Andy? How did you Blair find that Witch movie? Was what did you think? Absolutely. First impressions. Phenomenal. Blair has moved on from the projects in New York City. I'm going to have to take your word for this, Andy. I've not seen them. So, the, Well, I have, yep. obviously. Oh, the witch uh, let Linda Blair go from and the projects in New York. And that's how the last one ended. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, well, no, the last one was uh, actually ambiguous. I think if, I, if you remember the movie, no. it was ambiguous. That's Linda whether they were Bla- let go or not. Yeah, no, Linda Blair was was kind of trapped in uh, the the witch's trap, otherwise known as a uh, one-bedroom apartment in the projects. The second one picks up pretty much where the first one ended. Okay, so so just in terms of the cast of the movie, who was your your favourite, which actor really grabbed you in this movie? I mean, obviously Kevin Hart made a cameo. And that's just a tie over from the previous movie where he was such yeah. prominently featured. So it started, oh, which is, and that's what what made him, I think. Yeah, just, yeah. And Liz it's like Liz, like Liz Hurley in the second Austin Powers movie was a little cameo. No, it's just more a tie like, over, no, and no, then you no, just no, bring no, it no, through, no, and then, no, but then she no, dies. No, 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 no. It's like the Heather Graham cameo in Austin Powers Gold Member that they cut. But it's so, not been cut, is what you're saying? No, it has been cut. Kevin Hart's not in it. No, he's not. <laughs> Movie reviews. But did he film the part, or was it just was it editing floor stuff, or is this like just cut from the script? Well, they wrote the part, yes, and they sent it to him, and he was like, it, "No, it got lost in the post." Do you Kevin Hart? First Do you Kevin Hart? And okay, you're well like, famous. I was such a big part of the first one. Oh God, that's bang on. Yeah, and what's good for the listeners because they don't have to shut their eyes. Exactly, and they will just think he's in the yeah. room. Has he found out yet? About what? That he was supposed to be in the film. No. Did you like Blair Witch? I love... I Well, it was alright, but once Linda Blair escaped the projects and it moved on from the Blair Witch project into just the Blair Witch, she... Lost something. It lost something, and I think it was... Word project. Project lost her, in a way. She left the projects... She had this three-bedroom apartment in, in Manhattan and she met this guy and they fell in love and it became this romance drama. And she was just like, you don't know my history. I'm haunted by yeah, this witch. Yeah, she's saying, watch the first movie. And the problem with Blair Witch is that the witch never showed up. The way the movie developed, like in the in the second act, she was just like, I'm just this, this deli waitress in Manhattan in this three-bedroom apartment. I haven't really got anything going for me. I need to think of something that I can do to expand my life, Take make it more interesting. Hobby. So she she took up Take this hobby, hobby, which was, of course, basketball. She began playing that every day and mm. then she put together this team of high school students that came from, obviously, the Bronx. The projects. <laughs> but the the thing was she she said it to a few characters she goes this is my you know it's just like something to keep me entertained it's my little project project problem was the yes. the Blair Witch dropped the name project mm. yet yeah. it was far more, about more about project projects than the original was yes and I felt they had the names the wrong way around 
But the first one was set in the project. Yeah, but they never mentioned that. They never mentioned it. You no. just assumed that it was in the project. It looked like the project. Was it not? Thinking about it. Might be set in the woods. In conclusion, I didn't like Blair Witch because it was set more in the projects than Blair Witch Project was, yet they switched the titles around. It's misleading. I don't, it's misleading. Well, they're making up for the lack of projects in the first one. Five stars. That's your rating of the film. Yeah. Movie reviews. Okay, thanks for that, Andy. That was uh, your review of the week. And then what, what would you would you recommend that people watch it or not even bother? I'd say just read the plot synopsis on Wikipedia. And, but that's five stars. Yeah. Okay, good. Movie reviews. Well, I guess it's my turn, is it? So, right, this week I reviewed... Sully. Made... That's what I'm reviewing. Yes. Okay. So, um, Sully, obviously. Sully. Tom Hanks. Tom. Yes. Tom Hanks. Uh, teaming up on, uh, teaming with, up with... He was teaming up with... with Robert Zemeckis. Okay, do, yeah. Uh, oh. I mean, I, I didn't... You didn't see it? Oh, great. Okay, so well then... Tell me about it. I'll give tell you all about it. Give me um, a synopsis. Now, do you remember the film, and I'm assuming, yeah, Monsters, Inc., and do you remember the names of the two main characters from that film? It was... Sally. Sally. Sally, yeah. Now, obviously, that was motion capture, and they had John Goodman playing him. Yeah. This time, it's more motion capture, but they've got rid of John Goodman because he's been in too many films over the last couple of years, and he actually doesn't, know how, to, doesn't know how to choose films anymore because he's dead. Now, they've got Tom Hanks to play Sally. And it's just a solo origin movie of how he got his fur. And he starts Hang off... On, let me stop you there. Let me stop you there. I'm letting you. How... He got his fur. How is he going to take part in the Roseanne reunion if he's dead? They're actually using motion capture and Tom Hanks will be doing that as well for Thanks. Roseanne. <laughs> So this is Sully, and this is about Sully before he gets his fur, and Tom Hanks. Yeah. CGI movie. Uh, and, you, I mean, you know, listeners will know we love CGI because oh, it's just I so... Love it. Like, one thing that was lacking from live-action movies was... Computers. Uh, the realism that produces oh, the kind of material and Just that fur. kind of, yes. That's that Beautiful. sheen of, the Hollywood sheen of yeah. CGI. Yeah. I mean, Jurassic World, Transformers. These are real. Yeah. These movies are real, and you wouldn't even know yeah. that they were not real. And so that's what, and that's what I liked about Sully is that uh, they do have a lovely dead-eyed stare that you get in Polar Express, and they look just so weird. Beautiful. And that's Tom Hanks, and he put in a performance of his life. What I really love about Sully. motion capture is that you look into their eyes, mm. and you can really see uh, the despair. And like exactly what it would mean in every scene, and that's what's yeah, good is that they look despairing scene. in every scene, no matter what the situation is. Because their eyes look exactly the same, yeah. and you know, you kind of take a film and you think like initially they might get the script and they'll go, "Oh, this is a comedy," mm. and then you put it into the motion CGI capture machine booth machine, and then it comes back, it spits it back out, despair, and, and you all put the it eyes, through, and you're just like, "Well, this like this should always have been a drama because this and, is yeah. intense." The soundtrack was appalling. What did they have on it? They had Trent Reznor. Uh, but what they did was they actually gave him 
just one keyboard and uh, Casio. Casio, yeah. that's right. And it's um, what it did was they just said that's that's the whole soundtrack you can just do on this one keyboard, and mm-hmm. it's like a minimalist technique. Basically, he just matched all of the key sounds with the footsteps of Sully. I couldn't tell if they were doing a pastiche of that um scene in Big where he's jumping up and down on the keys, and if it was meant to be a kind of comment on that, but actually because it's now CGI. The whole world is one big keyboard. What note is um, New Zealand? What do you mean? If the whole world is a keyboard. F sharp. Luxembourg. Luxembourg is actually is an interval. It's not one note. It is the um, forbidden interval of the uh, augmented fourth, also known as the diminished fifth. Germany. Oh, Germany is like when you, if you have a keyboard like a Casio and you press the demo button. Yeah. And it plays a nice song. And everyone in the music class at school in GCSE music just goes crazy and the teacher loves it and you can do it as many times as you want and she will not get annoyed. Ah, uh, uh, such a good song. Yeah. And so, I mean, the film, this film could have done with some of that. That's And that was one of the many downfalls of this film. I think the performance was flawless. CGI obviously makes everything good. The music was bad. Mm. The they've forgotten to to actually green screen in any of the scenery so it was just he looked like sully it was just everything else was just green in the background um yeah. and i wasn't sure if that was a kind of meant to be a satirical yeah, comment maybe just, maybe or he fell in a pond and uh yeah so that confused me quite a lot go on am i right in thinking yes that sully drives a plane in it no he pilots a plane yes right okay yeah yes have you seen it no no Right, so yeah, he he gets in a plane mm-hmm. and he flies to the university, and that's how the film ends. It's him flying to Monsters University, and in the plane, he gets this weird liquid on him, and it makes him grow all the blue hair, and that's all CGI as well. That's beautiful. Mm. On a scale of you've got mail to Sleepless in Seattle. Oh God, you've really caught me between the devil and the deep blue sea here, mate. I th- I'd say he wasn't in deep. Wasn't deep blue. <laughs> wasn't in devil. That was I'm like Shyamalan. As John so. Cusack, you're thinking of. So, um, in conclusion, um, green skin was absolutely awful. Apart from Sully himself, but he looked like a human and the dead despairing eyes. Mm. I would say Tom Hanks' performance was pretty good, and then the music was just walking. Five stars. All right, welcome back to the Talking Movies Pictures Movies Show. Uh, in the studio this week, we've got the actor Ben Thurston talking about his new film. Hi, Ben. I hope you're uh, sitting comfortably in the studio here. I hope we got everything. Yeah, you know, sure. Yeah, you've cool. been you've been made me most welcome. Hospitable. I mean, it looks a lot yeah. lot like my home. Well, and we, we did that just for you. That's you know, good. Really Thank you. Yeah, so you're here to promote your new film. Yes. Um, you pleased with it? How it's come out? Oh, God, yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, there's always that fear when you have a, a new project mm. that, uh, you know, maybe it won't be as good as the last one. Maybe it, it won't sort of... Uh... And the last one, as we know, was an absolute smash. The last one was... Brilliant. I think I think commercially, yes, but I'm not sure that... Um, I, I think for me, this one, I think, is a more personal project and it's sort of brought more... Uh, breadth of artistic vision than the previous one. Oh yeah you know that comes across i think it does i mean i think with with the last one when you're dealing with stock cars it's always going to be a little bit one note isn't it mm. you know and it doesn't that's not to say it's not a great film I mean, you've got the sort of typical journey that uh but it is always um 
you know, you're, you're fighting a, a weight of history that is difficult to it's difficult to give it that gravitas that, that perhaps I was hoping for when I signed up for it. Right. I think me and and George as well. You know. George. Sorry, your co-stars. Yeah, George, George Clooney. Clooney, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think both he and I, we sort of <clears> felt that the um, that perhaps the, the political narrative that we'd originally hoped was going to shine through had been uh, a little bit lost in the um, in the car smashes. Yeah. So this is the previous film you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. successful, yeah. yes, yes. Just, just for the listeners, so they're aware. if they haven't seen the new one, they're not. Yeah, but they'll have seen the last one, so... Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, Everyone's yeah, seen Stop Take. Of course, he uh, won the awards for that one. So, I mean, is there any bitterness left between you? Oh two? God, no! Because a victory, a victory for one, uh, a victory for one sort of cast member is is as I see it, a victory for all cast members. And I, mean, I think in that film, you were more the comic relief, which traditionally doesn't run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, that award went to The Martian. Yes, the very funny film. Well, that's it. I mean, I think um, I think I was a little bit, you know, like Lear's fool. You know, he's the guy who's actually telling the truth all the way through, but he's still he, he's still mm. got the big laughs. I mean, that was how I saw it. It's uh, not how yeah, he it's not, chose to not, see it. It's but... not called Lear's fool, is it? That's, uh, it's well, exactly, John exactly. Lear, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. John Lear, mm. John Lear, Shakespeare's so... John Lear. Uh, that was the adaptation, obviously. Yes, starring. Uh, he doesn't call himself The Rock anymore, does he? He was monumental in that. So, sorry, just to move on to the current film. Yeah, uh, big people, time. People yeah. might not have seen it. It's not quite out yet. Um, so, yeah, just in terms, if you if you if could only put this film into just three different genres, uh, what would they be? Just to kind of boil it down for the listener. I guess it's kind of a weird sort of... Uh, certainly it's a buddy movie, and it has elements of a sort of romantic comedy mm-hmm. but it's also got a bizarre sort of wildlife documentary feel to it as well which I think um, you know it isn't a documentary and yet there's an awful lot of wildlife, uh, wildlife factual information in there mm. or looks at you know. the camera yeah yeah from the wildlife sometimes from the wild- yeah yeah absolutely and a lot of that you know a lot of that wasn't staged I mean there's a certain amount of CGI with the with the um, badgers towards the end, when you see them uh, sat at the table eating and stuff, but initially, that wasn't that. That was just you know that is just what happens if you yeah if, you know if it you, does happen, but it's just getting it you know exactly like, exactly for yeah. the film. Well, it's and it takes. I mean, there's no there's no real way you can fake taking a bunch of diggers in and taking out a badger set. There's no manual for that. Um, Sorry, Andy, go on. Okay, I really want to know. Were there any pranks on set? There were a lot of a lot of pranks on set. The reason I ask is because uh, I read that there was this specific prank where you, um, with the second set of badgers, not the first one, obviously they all ate each other. With the second set of badgers, you put them in this like bin bag, and you thought it'd be really funny if you ran up to your uh, co-star's trailer and just you know just like threw the bag in, and then they they obviously all like just burst out, and there was a uh, tummy. Well, that was one of those things, and uh, obviously we've all taken collective responsibility because, uh, as it transpires, no one can get in that much trouble if you do that. I mean, I, I think it's a sadness, and I think that we sort of forget that there is, uh, you know, there is a family tonight having dinner and and still presumably mourning the loss of their dad, and I, I don't think that we we can make light of it. Well, let's not forget say, the family of badges that's well, no longer with us. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's a whole there's having a whole dinner, you know CGI badgers having dinner Look, up in I heaven mean, now for a fairly light-hearted comedy. I think CGI. we can say there are a massive litany of tra- uh, tragedies <clears throat> that that went into making that. But all I would say is it was all well-intentioned. It was all meant as a joke. And even as that badger was thrown in, you could hear people laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't really. He's a pro. He's a pro. It wasn't really until what I can only describe as 
meat started coming out of the window that anybody really reacted badly to that. Okay, so I, I, I don't think we need to perhaps not dwell on the... Uh... Are there any truth to the rumours that now that Jude Law was killed on the set of that film, mm. uh, you're going to be taking over the role of Watson in the Sherlock Holmes movies with... Well, and the role of father to his kids as well, presumably. Well, yeah, that role as well. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, the thing is, there are two elements to that question. I think the kids want... Well, I mean, there have been talks, uh, the stumbling block... With you really... or just... You know that they. I know they're talking. About it. I know they're talking. Yeah. I think the stumbling block will inevitably be the massive, massive reduction in salary they're likely to offer me, and uh, I am not going to the game. Well, uh, you could argue that until you're blue in the teeth, but I don't. Uh, I, I, I will not uh, taken over as father as kids. Actually, is a far less onerous task than you might imagine. Well, it, and you get paid more as well. Well, and as you'll recall, when Jude Law was in trouble for having sex with his nanny. It did come out that he only had custody of his children for one weekend out of every three or something, and yet had a nanny. So, yeah. you know, I I'm don't su- think I'm, yeah, is... I'm not surprised, really. I think like people should be more suspicious. He's got a nanny. And well, he has, has a nanny. She's dead as well. Yeah, but I'm seeing, like you say, he doesn't really need a nanny. Didn't need a nanny. But he sort of had one had anyway. One anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he didn't need to have sex with her, but he did that as well, so, you know. Well, no one needs to do that, but... Wow. Um, Russell Brand. Did you um, take any mementos from the set? I took a few mementos. I mean, I do. I've got a, a, like a half ton uh, bag of of um, topsoil. <laughs> no dead badges. I mean, there might be. A dead, I mean, it's a big bag. I've not been through the whole lot, so there could be anything in there. But yeah, a lot of topsoil. What are you soil. doing? That you're just keeping that pride of place on the mantelpiece. No, that's that's in the garage. I mean, at the, at the moment, I'm still I'm still living uh, with uh, with my parents, uh, and uh, but you know, sooner or later, the big bucks are going to start rolling in. I imagine, and uh, won't immediately roll out in some sort of jumped up, trumped up, trumped up's the word I'm looking for, trumped up, uh, two words, trumped up, uh, nonsense, farcical lawsuit. Yeah, Yeah. trumped up charges about some, you know, badges and that. So uh, once I've nailed that, I will be buying my own property and uh, I imagine that will need tops on. Okay. Did Um, anyone notice? Oh, they noticed, yeah. Yeah. And there was quite a lot of, uh, they were irritated because the film was only half finished at that point. They had to replace that topsoil from... uh, from a garden centre of some some kind, I don't know, but they they certainly weren't happy. Can you tell us a little bit more about the intended audience for this movie, which is oh uh, we've got seventy four, which is of course called it's called uh, the uh, the it's called it, the, just for the listener again. Ban is he's literally staring at the poster now. It's this little gag for just me and Andy. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. staying right at the poster, That's so right. we know that he knows what it's, it's called. It's called the uh, Bloomsbury set. Bloomsbury set, yeah, of yeah. course, yeah, and uh, two T's. It's uh, it's a pun. Mm. Um, on the word set. Yeah, we, we love a pun on this show. Yeah, everyone loves a pun. Yeah. I mean, that was the thinking. They, 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 That's uh, the tagline for the film, of course, again. Ben everyone just, loves a pun. Yeah, so yeah. did you come up with a pun first? You're like, how do we get How this? do we actually yeah. think of a pun? And that's uh, that's tested uh, better than any of the other ideas. Okay, and those were? Which were um, <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Uh, underground, overground, love Badgers badger. Dead. Stop Badgering Me, that was one of them. Mm. Um, badgers Nadgers, that one didn't uh, catch Joe on. Peter Badger. Bodger and Badger. Apparently that one's been done. And, uh, oh, Blue Peter Badger. Did you say that one? Yeah, Yeah, I did say that, that yes. That was one, yeah. Um, And the intended audience, I think, uh, has shifted over time. Mm. I think there was a time prior to uh, the death of most of those Badgers where it was intended as a children's film. Well, and also, I think some of the footage you shot where the Badgers actually die was so compelling that I think that is why you left it in the film. I I think that's right. And therefore that's probably why the intended audience... I I think that's so... And you sort of... it, It starts to move upwards and you start to think this is actually a more... Uh, it's 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 a subject matter that's got more 
dignity to it than you can just sort of mock and uh, and and have because initially they were just going to have voices. Bernard Cribbins was on board and stuff, and uh, and really he he perhaps doesn't have the range to uh, to voice a, um, a a badger that's essentially been cut in half by. A, uh, a, a and he'd be the first digger. to admit that. He'd be the first to admit that. Uh, you'd be surprised. He actually oh, he argued okay. for quite some time that he could do oh, that. That's not that's not the image I have of Cribbins. That's interesting. Interesting because yeah, I I think very much we all tend to see Bernard Cribbins as he's that guy who did uh, the song about right and Fred we were, and mm, uh, the yeah. railway children and um, you know with uh, I think I think Bernard would admit that on on set. Wait 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 is he dead? Bernard no. Sorry, I got confused by the past tense. No, no, oh, sorry, no, no. no, no. He, was, <laughs> he would, he would absolutely admit yeah. that uh, onset he is a uh, a massive prick. Like a bit that he does, he would just sort of go up to people and admit that to them to their face. Uh, he is a I think prick. under duress. The only time I've seen it happen right. was there was a moment um, when Sienna Miller, funnily enough, had him in a, a half Nelson and uh, forced him to admit that he was a massive prick, and and he did, you know, and it was. Uh, you know, there was to a big che- to his credit, he did it was a big cheer, and it was all kind of funny. And then his false teeth fell out, and he lost his temper, and it all went a little bit um, science of the lambs. Yeah. So, but otherwise, he is. Um, Hang on. Here's a question: How did Jude Law's former flame, Sienna Miller, react to his uh, onset death? Actually, flame burnt Sienna Miller. Mm. Carry on. Isn't that burnt umber? What's umber? It's no. a color. It's like a right. it's like a paint color. I think we're drifting off topic mm. here. One of my favourite hobbies is assigning colour swatches to famous people. This is Sienna so, Miller is a lovely colour. She is, yes. That's because she skis. Imagine she'd be like golden. Golden. <laughs> Carry on. That's right. And uh, yes, yeah. yeah, she uh, she didn't. She, funnily enough, didn't seem as bothered as you might imagine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another question: If you could play anyone else in this movie, why would you do that? If one of the actors who uh, was about the same size of me mm. had uh, had not turned up one day and there was just a, a need for me to just walk away from the camera in a coat mm. or something. Mm. Like in Don't Look Now. Right. And that's probably what you'd say as well because you don't want to look too closely because they'd recognise you as the main character. Well, I might turn around and not be a little child and just be like a really deformed old lady. Like in the others. Or you could uh, shave your beard off and look very different and then just wear a fake beard for the rest of the movie. You'd think I could or do Or CGI. He loves CGI. It'd be like Sully uh, with the fur, CGI fur, dead-eyed stare. Funnily enough, Sienna Miller talked a lot about CGI at the end of the film. Well, because she is entirely CGI. Well, she is now. Mm. Uh, that was why she was so upset, though, because now she has to be, because she had to, she had, she's so method. She had her arm removed for that last scene and then realised that could have just been done uh, in post. Also, yeah. um, I read that she was actually in the bag of badges that you chucked in the trailer, so uh, she kind of got caught up in the melee and just got ripped apart. And so, came off. Yeah, yeah. Well, so obviously without that, you wouldn't have had any of the delicious CGI that um, just looks so realistic. That's the rendering. Yeah, I mean, you just can't. You can't. Yeah, we, and that was yeah. a top guy yeah. came in to do that. A guy yeah. called uh, Larson came in, and, mm. uh, you know, he's, he's sweet. He's a lot of laughs, but he... Uh, he can do fur like nobody else. I mean, that's he's the man. Well, they need it up there. Well, exactly, exactly. And I think that's you know, you talk to him, and he is inspiring, talking about uh, his his youth in in Sweden. And, CGI uh, fur into his classmates just yeah. so they don't freeze. Yeah, and yeah. and the fact that he just he he, he says to, he told me that he spent two years simply looking at beards. That's what he did instead of what we would what we would call sixth form. Uh, they call sixth form. So he painstakingly recreated each strand of fur for every single badger. 
I mean, I can't help feeling you. You know that to me, that's one of the uh, most moving points of uh, modern day cinema. So you know, I don't want anyone to run away with the idea. I've said it's a romantic comedy. I think that's because there's a deftness of touch here. But make no mistake, when that bag of badges goes up, it's like the beginning of Private Saving Private Ryan. So you know. So who's uh, just for the listener? Who's, who plays your love interest in the film? Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Any thoughts on the recent Angelina split? Does she say anything about it? She. Uh, literally only said words that were written on the page she said that she she said to somebody else not to me that she was paid to act beside me yes. but uh, her words i'm not talking to that prick otherwise oh interesting yeah and uh, the only time she deviated from that and not quite she got somebody to uh, Mediator, write yeah. she got somebody to write on her script in biro get your hand off money she was that just a little like kind of that you'd done no that was at lunch and did you oh did god you you've off. got to respect a lady yeah, course, I mean yeah. that's that's yeah. rule that's rule number yeah. I, I, remember, I, forget, I forget what yeah, number yeah, it is yeah, but it's yeah. one of the rules but she was okay with your other hand on her my other hand was not touching her at all okay uh, were you doing anything with your other hand well uh, you've made that sound inappropriate yeah yeah Oh, top three Brad Pitts. Got to be Brad Pitt number two. Yeah. Brad I mean, you Pitt can't, at number I think it's two. three. You can't ignore Brad Pitt, can you? And then I think number one, I'd say top, my top Brad Pitt would be uh, Brad, Brad Pitt. Uh, okay. Interesting. Is there a curveball at the end? Yeah. Who, who would yours be? Oh. Number three for me was Daniel Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. Number two was Rupert Grint. That's and then number one was Sheila Pitt. Good choice. And it's it. not the one who, who behaves like a twat on planes, is it? I mean, you know Angelina better than me. I'm not sure. So, she said nothing to me about that because well, uh, it's not in the script. So of course, you know, oh, she I, couldn't. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to sort of uh, really tell the future, but I don't think I'm going to be working with Angelina again anytime soon. She's oh, insisted okay. upon that. Oh, okay, so. that's fair. Top three. Yes, yeah, I'm not going to change anything. It's Chris Pratt, Shia LaBeouf, and uh, without doubt, Don Cheadle. You would you agree Solid. with those? Solid, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm still going with uh, with my choice. I forget, what again? I forget what order they were in. There. Oh god, uh, I think it was Brad Pitt. Second, yeah, yes, and then Brad Pitt. No, that was no. Sorry, go on. Which Have one I got on the wrong way around? Was it? I think it was Brad. Brad Pitt was first. No, that was third. Oh right. And then, and surely there's no denying that all nine together would make the perfect ensemble uh, drama movie. So, or the New Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, I mean there are only nine of them. We can find two more Brad Pitts. I mean, a bit of a curveball, but I'd suggest me and Tim. He's a curveball. All right. No place for Julia Roberts. Well, it's not Ocean's 12. Another quick question. Now, after your work on the... Um, the Bloomsbury set. No, the previous film. Stock take. Stock take. I'm so sorry. I should have checked your IMDb before we started. Or George's. You know, Clint's. Mm. Yeah. Right. After, after, um, after your work on stock take, you yep. became known as uh, One Take Thurston. Yep. Now, what was it that you actually took on that set? What was it I took? It was a steering wheel. And I'll tell you something, I've, you've never seen anybody swear quite so theatrically as George Clooney when he got to that first corner and couldn't oh. and, and just kept going straight. You know, his arms in midair going, where is it? Where is it? Oh, he's got God. a mug of coffee in one arm mm. and he's, uh, he's he's reaching for the steering wheel and the other one, he's changed down to third, nothing there. Did and he? he went he went into a, like a, a few bales of hay and some tyres. Why didn't the director yell cut? thing is, a director can yell cut all he wants. If George mm. doesn't actually stamp on those brakes, that yeah. car doesn't stop. Common misconception, I think, that that when he says cut, not everything stops. Literally, if you drop a teapot and then shout cut at it, even if you are the director, it will still just smash on the ground. Just for the benefit of the listener, they might be able to grasp that concept. Can you just repeat it one more time? Literally, 
You can drop a, a teapot. A teapot, bear in mind. A teapot, yeah, on set. Full of tea? Well, no, because uh, th- that's one of the, the principles of gravity, that the weight wouldn't affect the speed. It's getting Will it be the same, only wetter? Right, okay. What if you said cut to the tea Doesn't inside matter. it? I think, to be honest, the tea or the teapot will not be able to differentiate Neither. which one you're speaking Neither. to. Okay, how about Earl Grey? I mean, this isn't, it isn't a complicated idea, guys. No, not for us. We're just, for the listener, we're making sure they understand right. that when you say cut, the world doesn't stop. No, nothing stops other than the actors who choose to stop. And and, I, and if I, George Clooney doesn't choose to stop, he, he will drive straight into bales of hay. Exactly. And uh, an assistant director. Uh, now, I heard that you were going to stay in character during the entire promotional tour. So yeah. what's happened to that? This is the character. So your character is someone that was in a film playing no. that character. Well, you, what you've done there is confused character and backstory. Okay, the character and the uh, persona that I have adopted. I'm a far different person than this. Uh, if what you, are you were like to meet normally, me. much more aggressive, more aggressive, ruder, less patient. And uh, but this I've chosen to adopt it. Yeah. I'm, I'm also taller. You know, I'm a, I'm a good I'm a good uh, six foot one in real life. Whereas you can see the. Oh, wow. the the character I've adopted here is so tiny. But the listener, yeah, 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 yeah. is absolutely shrimpy. Like, it's pathetic. Yeah. It's not pathetic. Well, it's a bit pathetic. You know, Robert De Niro was uh, heaped with praise just for getting quite fat. I mean, anybody can do that, but I've lost seven inches of height. So that is uh, in itself, uh, I'm not going to say Oscar worthy, but it's. Can I say it? Please do. Best animation. Best use of uh, corporeal form. Okay. Corporeal. Interesting. Yeah, well, that's an interesting right, pronunciation yeah. it is of the word. But that's part of the character, mate. Right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've deliberately mispronounced the word uh, corporeal. Corporeal. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the character. Because, uh, yeah. I mean, that's your character's catchphrase in the film is you mispronounce the word corporeal as corporeal. Yeah. And, it's just just, he's, and again, he's brought it, he's brought it all Was the way that, through into the and, promotion. And he also says, I think there's mice in there. That's his other one. And, uh, you know. I think there's mice in there. I'm saying there's mice in there. There is mice because in I'm, there. Because I'm counting mice as one thing. It's like, yeah. uh, it's like bread. It's bun- there's bread in there. You know, and like if, a you, mass noun. if you take a piece of bread mice. and you chop it into slices, there are lots of them. And to me, that's what a mouse is. It's a slice of mice. <coughs> so that's, that's, that's always been... So there's mice in there. Yeah. And do you think that saying that in every scene was necessary? I, I don't think it was necessary, but I think as an artistic choice, it's been vindicated. Okay. Based on the reviews. Not based on the reviews, based on my own personal perception. The reviews say something quite different. Mark Kermode oh. was particularly uh, vehement about what that. What was time. it he said again? He said, this is a piece of shit. That does sound like something he'd say. What did he say about the film? The film, he describes an, as an utter waste of celluloid. Oh, presumably it was shot digitally. Yeah, I mean, the man's... Yeah. He has the, no idea. The man's yeah. a fan. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think we could disregard... Yeah. I mean, obviously that's part of why we started this thing, because obviously the present mu- movie critics are, you know, just like withering away like an old... Like bequiffed old wankers. Yeah. Not my words. Well, they were someone's. Not mine. Now, you did some of your own stunts in this film. Yep. Um, what's your, your stunt level? What was his name? Jonesy. Oh, sorry. Did you not put it on aeroplane mode? Sorry, it's my assistant. Needs to, um, I told him to... Craig? Just Can you just get out, mate? I never liked Craig. No, I've told you to put your phone on... It's just vibrating on the table. Is he the Australian? Yeah, he smells of Stilton, though. I don't care, mate. Just get out. He's not shut here. Craig, shut the door, mate. Timmy's just... Stood there looking at you. I think he's a bit wrong. I don't need you at the moment. We're just recording a review. Can you just please... Yeah, no, take your phone. I don't want you... It might be just easier if we put him in the corner. Why yeah. No, because it'll happen again. Well, he is mute. It's not like he's going to say anything, is it? I mean, why hasn't he got his shirt on? Well, he's Australian. Craig, you're going to sit in the corner, mate, and be quiet. Why is he pointing to that? You can't have that now. That's for later. Down. Did he bring oh, that with him? Bring what? The cat. Well... 
Tim, I told you this would happen. Um, this is what happens when you buy dangerous dogs. They um, eat. Yeah, Stop looking at me like that, Craig. I swear. Well, he probably thinks he's brought you a gift or something. Look at Ben's she? assistant. He's been good as gold. She. Sorry. She's just wearing trousers. I didn't mean to be offensive. What's her name? Marjorie. Sorry, I'm so sorry, Marjorie. She can't understand you. She's Welsh. It's just good to have someone you can talk in front of. That's what I find. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's not talk about my assistant. Uh, could cause problems. Yeah. Underage. Sort of labour laws. And a chimpanzee. Yeah, Clive. Clive, not Clyde. No. Not even from a film. No. What's wrong with Clyde? Which is weird, because you think, being film critics, you would at least try and have some sort of reference there. What? What? I'm not just going to sit around riffing with my fucking chimpanzee all day, am I? You've got this podcast today. Yeah, well, exactly. And obviously, he's a CGI. Okay, uh, well, let's get back to the interview. Uh, ben, I heard that you uh, wrote and recorded and sung a uh, the movie's soundtrack, a single for the movie. Is there any chance we could hear a verse? Versus, I mean... It's... Marjorie? She got, is she, she going to play that guitar or is she just holding yeah, it? She's yeah, she's going to... Does she need a hand? Go on, we'll just... Oh, just tune yeah, up. A bit of a... You want to... Marjorie, just play a couple of notes and we'll just get the levels right for that. She, yeah. can, she can't understand me, which is what it is. She, uh, she knows a lot about music. Okay. Is that in tune right, Marjorie? She's nodding, that sounds... Okay, so, um... Is this definitely, this is the song? She's not yeah, 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 okay. oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, when, when are you ready? Well, don't talk over the intro. Oh. There's a hill. It's got earth you can see under the grass. What's that sound? It's badgers, it's badgers, it's badgers, it's badgers, it's badgers, badgers. Dig them up, dig them up, kill them now. Marjorie, that was... I'm sorry, Marjorie, that, that, she missed the change, Marjorie, she missed the change. There's clearly meant to be a change. It comes just back for down the to the A minor. Us, you can uh, see that. But that's the gist of it anyway, yeah, I mean... Uh, it's nice. It's all right, isn't it? I yeah, mean, well it's, a, it's not a... It's not a lively one, but I think it's got that kind of bright eyes feeling. That's the the market we're kind of. I think that the yeah. that the 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 production company had in mind that uh, the sort of thing that you might uh, play at a funeral, uh, a child's funeral, Jude Law's funeral. I mean, it was played it was, at Jude yeah, yeah, Law, yeah. and you sang it there as well. No, uh, they got Elton John. Because you play that as a sort of as a montage scene in the film. Yeah, when you see the badgers just dying. Okay, one more question. Uh, if you could compare this movie to a ride at Alton Towers, uh, which one would it be? It's uh, it's definitely this one. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. no the, the comparisons are. Right. Firstly, there's a loss of limbs. I mean, that's yeah. that's the. Secondly, there's the fact that uh, is the entrance fee. Um, badgers love to smile. Badgers love to smile. There were warnings. People disregarded them. Um, and uh, the lawsuits. Finally, there's lawsuits. There's been an apology. There's been massive payouts. Lovely. Okay, uh, well, thanks for joining us today, Ben, the actor Ben Thurston with us today. Because uh, this is a movies review programme, we do like to review movies. So if you could give your movie a score out of five. Out of five? Mm -hmm. Definitely five. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Five out of five. Five out of five. That's a full set this week. Badge pun there, well done. That's true. Okay, so that joins the Blair, Blair Witch, Witch yeah. and Sully, which we also reviewed earlier in the podcast. Yeah. Well, I mean, is there a way to give it six stars? Had to give five stars. Mm, no. 
No, it's out of five. Yeah. Well, I'd give it six out of five, then. Oh. I didn't realise it was that good. I'm going to see it again. Yeah. Well, six out of five, I can't argue with that. And you were in it, so you'd know. Okay. Well, exactly. Okay, well, yeah. Thank you very much, Ben. It's been, been a delight. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's the end of the uh, Talking Movies, Pictures, Movies show. Mm. Thank you for joining us. Is that your assistant? Craig, mate. Craig. Tim, he can't hear you. He's facing the wall. Craig, it's not. It's that. It's not for that. Oh, what's he doing? Oh god, he's nearly finished. You can leave it. It doesn't matter, does it? He used to be quite well trained. Do you want me to shoot him? Can you? Can you? Ben, can you get Marjorie to just play some sort of soothing? A good idea. Tunes for him because I can just sort of send him off. Just gesture that to her. Just make the uh, hands. That's it. Wave your Marjorie over here. Just something. Sort of soothing. Oh, she's got it. Point to, she got it. No, soothing. Oh, she's playing the single again. She's getting confused. To be honest, she only knows this song. But it is beautiful, isn't it? It's all right, yeah. I think she's just sing it again. There's a hill. <laughs> with some earth that's showing through. You've been listening to Andy Price. Badgers. Tim Goodings. Badgers. And Ben Thurston. Badgers. Digging movies, up the hill Pictures movie show Badgers Thanks To for the listening. left of me Badgers To the right of me Here I am Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad High quality fashion without the price tag Say hello to Quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.